0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of Hunger for the Outdoors. My name's Connor. I'm Zach. I'm Melissa. I'm Michaela. And we just wanted to take this uh, first episode, kind of introduce you guys to who we are, how we got into hunting, fishing, trapping. Um, I guess I'll start out my dad. He started taking me fishing ever since I was three. Uh, I've been fishing every year since. Just really fell in love with it. Um, Probably about the time I was, I'd say about 13, my cousins, they one day asked me if I wanted to go on the youth duck hunt out in Utah, and you know, I've been wanting to go hunting for a while. I was like, heck yeah, I want to go. So I had nothing but waders, and they gave me a gun. We used their decoys, and ever since I shot that first duck, fell in love with it. It's been a lot of fun. Um, so I guess I'll turn it over to... How long have you been hunting? Oh hunting? Well let's see. I'm twenty one right now, so about eight years. Alright. So fishing, I've been fishing since I was three. Um so and I guess
1: where are you located? Where do you hunt and fish?
0: Uh so currently we're out in Utah. So we do a lot of hunting around there at the Bear River Bird Refuge. Uh fish a lot of community ponds around the Salt Lake area. I really enjoy high elevation fishing, though. I just don't get the chance to go out there as often as I'd like. Um, Do you have any other questions for me, Zach?
1: I think that's answering about all your qualifications. You got
0: it, man. Cool. I'll turn the time over to you. Way good. So
1: I started hunting and fishing. Crap, my first memory was with my grandfather holding one of the little kid closed face reel poles. Um, so I've been fishing as long as I can remember how to hold a rod and hunting. I remember my very first hunt. I was nine. My dad stepped out of the gun or stepped out of the truck and handed me my first gun. It was a little single shot, 12 gauge shotgun. And we went out sharp tail hunting that day. Um, but I've always had a passion for it. I mean, even when I was small, my dad took me out and told me stories about how he had trapped as a kid. And I always wanted to do that. And so I've always just long as I can remember, been into hunting, fishing, and trapping, so this has been my entire life, Um, but I'm only 22, so I've only been doing it about 10 years.
0: So, Where are you located at? Uh,
1: Right now, we're living in southeast Idaho. We hunt a lot of desert area, uh, um, hunt a little bit of mountainous area, and then we're fishing a lot of high elevation fishing for trout, Um, but as often as we can, we like to do a little bit of bass fishing.
0: I'm Melissa, I'm Zach's wife, and 2020 was the first year that I started started to hunting, so I'm pretty new to that scene. However, I have always loved the outdoors. Um, my success this year was limited to ducks, but I have learned a lot through trial and error this year. Um, I've been fishing basically my entire life, and I'm just starting to learn fly fishing. All right. I'm Michaela, and I'm Connor's wife. Uh... I also started duck hunting in 2020. That's all I've ever done. Um, it's pretty fun, though. Really cold, but fun. Um, <laughs> I kind of grew up fishing. Like, we'd have the little Snoopy poles, fishing poles, and we'd just fish off the boat when we went to the lake. But as we grew up, we didn't do much Tell I met Connor, then we did a lot more than I've done in a while. But it's just, yeah, normal fishing. <laughs> nothing else to do during quarantine, right? hunting fish. Yeah. So that's me. <laughs> awesome.
1: All right. So, Connor, what are we hoping to accomplish with this podcast? Why are we doing this?
0: Well, I think we originally started out. We were just talking. <clears throat> I know personally, um, if I can't hunt or I don't have the time to, you know, I always like watching YouTube videos of people, duck hunting, you know, fishing. It's also a tool I use to kind of see, especially for fishing, how fishing is in an area I'm going to see if there's any recent videos put up of lakes I'm going to. Um, Also podcasting, we're always looking to learn new things. I think everybody in this community is looking to always improve and learn new things. Uh, That's kind of our hope is to just create a community where everybody can learn from one another. Uh, We're obviously no experts by no means, You, as you can tell. A lot of us, we haven't really been hunting very long. I mean, 10 years at most. Uh, like we said, we're pretty young, too. So, <clears throat>
1: But again, our basis of this podcast, we, we really want to teach people the basics and fundamentals that we've learned. Um, when I started searching for how to duck hunt, you know, I'm all self-taught in that. I, I never had the ability to go out with a mentor and say, you know, this is how you do it. You know, here's a call. Here's how you call. I spent a whole lot of hours looking up videos and doing research on podcasts and, you know, any of you listeners that really want to do an in-depth one on ducks, the best one I found is Dr. Duck. He's an amazing duck hunter. He knows what he's talking about. The only issue for me is I'm out west. I hunt a lot of the Snake River um, and I've got limited access. I don't have a motorized boat to where I can go up and down the river, so I've got to hunt where I can. And so a lot of his stuff is based out in Arkansas and all over the country. and But he did teach me a lot on how to do his setup, on what he uses and how he scouts. And so that's kind of what we want to take to the viewers, is we want to take the ability to to get it done yourself, to start yourself and, and get learning to the point where you can learn from trial and error. Um, my first duck, I sat there and I walked upon a pond, and I still remember this. I had three mallards jump up in front of me you know, 20 yards away. And I thought there was no way in heck that I could ever shoot one of them. But then I got right up next to the pond and another one flew up and I shot and she dropped and went over and I was so freaking proud of my first hen. I I could not believe that I'd shot one off this little pond. that was a nothing. But again, I had to walk out there and do it myself. I had to learn everything myself. And so having that ability to go out and do this on your own is its own reward.
0: I think also on top of that as well, Zach, um, all these podcasts that we found, none of them really applied fully to us. I mean, we hunt, you hunt Snake River a lot. yeah, you know, You're hunting big rivers. I hunt a lot of marshes, uh, public land, and I couldn't really find a whole lot on marsh hunting. And again, I'm just like you, we're broke, we don't have a boat. <laughs> uh, we gotta hike everything in and out ourselves and just do it all. And so, um, just as much as you're hoping to learn from us, we hope to learn from the listeners as well. You know, Trade tips. Um, you know, we're pretty new. We're always learning, trying to do our best, teach our wives how to get into this community and really how to, how to respect nature and the animals we hunt and also have fun while doing it. Yeah,
1: and I think you hit on a really important point there, Connor. Something that's been dwindling recently is the number of hunters out there, but especially women hunters. Mm-hmm. Um, there just haven't been the numbers that we've hoped to see as women hunters. Um, We have our wives and they are amazing sports for going out with us and dealing with our crap (laughs) and hunting with us. But we would like this to be a podcast where women can also learn from women. And so there'll be a couple podcasts where Connor and I sit out and we're probably out hunting and we are in the blind or out setting traps, checking traps, or maybe even, you know, sitting on the line and we want the the girls to take over for the day and they talk about what they like or what they don't like or what they've learned. And so that's kind of what we're hoping to have as a, an added bonus is, you know, women talking to women occasionally about how they feel and how about the Hunter community applies to them. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing that I've got that, you know, maybe not a lot of people here have in this room is I've got a lot of big game experience.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. I don't have any big game experience, no experience trapping. Um, so we're gonna be relying a lot on you for that information. Yep.
1: And but also, we're relying, relying upon the viewers. You know, they've got a lot of experience out there. I mean, yeah. as a collective community, they've got hundreds of thousands of years ex- of experience. And so we're looking to to ask them. You know, hey, we've tried this, but it didn't work for us. What do you guys do? What's successful that you guys do in your areas?
0: Yeah, for sure, definitely. Know, especially me, I want to start getting into it this next season. It's kind of late for big game here, but uh, next season i really like to look into getting it. And I have nothing prepared. I have no camouflage for big game. I have no rifles. I have no calls for big game, nothing like that. You know That's something I'm going to have to work on over the years slowly of buying up those uh, tools and instruments for hunting. And relying a lot on you as well as our listeners to help me out with how to hunt and how to, you know, scout and as well stock different types of hunting as
1: well. You know, and actually speaking of that, we, uh, we had an interesting development on the way here, didn't we?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, my wife and I were driving down to Utah to, to see our friends Connor and Michaela, and we're on the highway and we look over and there's three mule deer sitting there on the side of the highway. And I thought, you know, that's kind of cool. And I looked at the first one and he had antlers and a little fork horn. And I look back at the second one and there's this beautiful big warrior four-point mule deer you look at that and you go well I guess you'll live to look another season I uh was a little frustrated because I wasn't able to harvest a deer this year but in being compensated I was able to harvest a a decent-sized cow elk so you know you take what you can when you can but it's fun to see those those challenges um as an addition to our podcast, we also have a Facebook and Instagram Instagram page where you guys can always message us or ask questions. Um, but it's
0: or even put up advice too. You know, if you find somebody that lives near your area, you know, feel free to hook up with them go on a hunt together or say, "Hey guys, I've been hunting this area; it's not quite working out." Anybody near there that has some luck doing anything else, you know, we want this to be a community of just hunters, fishermen, outdoorsmen. And women, of course, um, just come together and learning from one another.
1: Yep. And so our, our Facebook and Instagram page is uh, hunger, the number four, and the outdoors. Um, and then our Gmail is hunger, the number four, outdoors at gmail.com. So if you guys ever have any questions or you want to um, shoot us even pictures and, and, Stories of your guys' success, let us know. Because we would love to post those on our page and let others know, you know, hey, we're not the only ones out here. We love to see your guys' success. We love to post about your guys' success as well.
0: Yes, for sure. I love seeing, you know, as much as I love seeing trophies, I also love seeing everything else. I mean, I'm part of a Utah Waterfowl Facebook group. Somebody posted just a Rudy Duck. And I thought, you know, I don't see Rudy Ducks a whole lot. I'm sure other people see them all the time and they're nothing. But I looked at it I was like, man, that is a gorgeous duck. And you know, even if you don't think it's very special in your area, other people might think it's amazing.
1: Yeah. So always kick us stories of your success because we, we admire you guys, we love you guys, and above all, we want to share you guys. Um, so stay tuned for the next podcast.